Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 25th day of August in the year of our Lord, 2023. And I will be talking today about anti-human, anti-God, anti-life actions recommended and taken by very powerful, influential people and organizations under the guise of saving the planet from the ravages of climate change. These people and organizations hate humanity, they hate God, they hate his creation. Most of all, they seek to usurp his rightful place in the universe. Wealth, status, enjoyment of the simple pleasures of life, along with those God-given things that make life possible on planet Earth, must be taken from those who currently have them in order to save the planet for more deserving godlike people who know and understand the science of climate. The elite lead the struggle to save the climate, and with it, the planet. They are bound together by blood, by class, by education, marriage, or some combination. And the rest of us are merely sheep like voters for their power seekers and cannon fodder for their wars. We ordinary people are far too busy with our personal lives with earning a living to understand or care about the agenda of our betters. The desire to dominate, to be the alpha, is, I suppose, inherent in the human species. One is slave, one is master. One wins, one loses, one lives, and one dies. To control these primitive urges, mankind forms together into groups, tribes, factions, Nation states and alliances, the system has worked fairly well for mankind's existence on this earth, except for the occasional wars between the tribes. But the system that has organized mankind for its existence is collapsing under the weight of technology that allows worldwide synchronized propaganda under the guise of saving the planet from the ravages of climate change. Yes, it's an old story, a story about dominance, control, and enslavement, that has been told since ancient days, but now finally the technology has been perfected to allow those who master it to achieve control of the whole world. These people and their groups, tribes, diabolical organizations are not just masters of technology, but masters of the propaganda that is necessary to panic the herd and drive them into the corral. I realize that the preceding introductory paragraphs are very bold statements. Therefore, I will give you a few examples of what I'm talking about. Professor Jim Skea is a professor of sustainable energy at Imperial College of London, chairman of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which is the top UN body on climate change. Professor Skea, in a recent interview with Evening Standard newspaper, said that climate change, the worldwide green agenda, and the movement away from fossil fuels must be forced on the world. He means that through governmental action, backed by relentless propaganda from controlled media, the masses will voluntarily submit to their enslavement in order to save the planet. This is just one geeky scientist, right? No, this is, folks, this is the United Nations speaking, and that speech is backed by the World Economic Forum. I saw a video recently from Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum, he said quite clearly that we should just get used to our new lives because they are coming, whether we like it or not. Their approach is no different from the approaches made by Caesar, Nero, Caligula, Genghis Khan, Napoleon, Lenin, Stalin, Hitler, and many others who have lived over the centuries. Their directors, directives to us have all been the same and forced with existing technology of the day. 
that was then, this is now, they tell us suddenly there is a new world coming and I'm going to run it, but you do not. You can do nothing to stop this world, so you might as well get used to it and adjust. Who knows, you might even enjoy your slavery. The difference between the ancient conquerors and those of today is that today the technology to enforce the system on the entire world is at their disposal. The other difference is that all or virtually all governments, especially our own, are in on the deal, part of the agenda of those who torment us and who live to starve and enslave us is to deprive us of the life-giving nourishment of meat and dairy products. Consider the Castle Report a warning that this is no scare tactic or fiction because this system will be in your neighborhood very soon unless something is done to reverse course in America. Fourteen cities have joined the coalition which aims at banning meat and dairy consumption and the use of private automobiles by the year 2030. That's just seven years from now, folks. I have told this story before just a few weeks ago, but it bears repeating until it has an impact on those who prefer to be at least somewhat free. The C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group has a target which the group intends to impose by force if necessary. Their target by 2030 is zero meat consumption, zero dairy consumption, only three new clothing items per year, zero private vehicles, one 950-mile flight per person every three years. This organization is connected to the ones I previously mentioned, but its effort is largely being funded by billionaire Michael Bloomberg, funding by a single Lunatic billionaire is a point of vulnerability for them, and they don't have many, so that's something for us to remember. Nearly 100 cities across the world make up the organization, and its members in America include Austin, Boston, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New Orleans, New York City, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and Seattle, the second part of their agenda is advocating for climate lockdowns, just as was done in the COVID test case. Everything from locking us into our homes and feeding us with a universal basic income as one would feed a caged bird, along with banning air travel, are all being discussed. These proposals are obviously meant to destroy the world's economy and independence and make it totally dependent on an all-wise group of billionaires and their running dog toadies to manage. The Los Angeles Times has opened the discussion of climate lockdowns and climate blackouts on a regular basis as a method of satisfying the total hysteria of many California residents. Maybe us peasants just need to learn to live with more power outages, to live periodically without our cars, if that would help the elite betters manage us. Keep in mind, gas plants power 40% of California. They can't even manage to keep the grid up with everything available, let alone on wind and solar, the idiotic and insulting plan can only mean one thing, and that is the intention to imprison us and let us rats figure out how to survive under their prison system. So that's all bad enough, but it isn't it? It's bad enough. But believe it or not, folks, it gets worse. How could it be worse than being locked in a city by a group of elitist lunatics? Well, I'm glad you asked, folks. A bioethicist named Dr. Maurice Lau from the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Agenda, who is also director of the College of Global Public Health Center for Bioethics in New York University. 
has called for human beings to be genetically engineered to become smaller in size and to become meat intolerant to fight climate change. Quote, people eat too much meat, and if they were to cut down on their consumption of meat, then it would actually really help the planet, end quote. The professor and the scientist went on to say that making humans intolerant to meat through chemical and hormonal intervention is now possible. He says that many people are unwilling or unable to give up meat voluntarily. He might even be one of those people. But never fear, he has an answer. Some people are intolerant to dairy products. Some are allergic to seafood. We can simply use human engineering to make us intolerant to meat, especially beef. He mentioned a tick, that if that tick bites you, it will make you meat intolerant. We can learn a lot from the modality of that tick, referring to the professor as a tick or some other insect might be appropriate. But that is just not the end of his dreams of saving planet Earth. We can engineer people to be smaller, he says. Therefore, they will consume less energy and need less food. He believes that solving this horrible problem of climate change must start with changes in the individual. His proposals are immoral, anti-human, anti-God, absurd, and maniacal. He is a megalomaniac with delusions of godlike power, but keep in mind he works at one of the nation's great universities, probably its most international university. In addition, he's directed by the most powerful people on planet Earth, so he must be taken seriously. The global elite and their leaders take his proposals very seriously. The Gates Foundation and its stepchild, the World Economic Forum, are working hard to force them upon the human race. A recent World Economic Forum conference in Davos had a topic on its agenda entitled Human Engineering and Climate Change, and within that topic was a discussion of, quote, planetary health diet, end quote. That diet and plan proposed shifting humans to a plant-based diet with alternative sources of protein like insects and lab-grown meat tissue, such as Bill Gates' product Beyond Meats, quote from the WEF, Quote, worms for dinner, Europe green lights insect-based food, end quote. Why would anyone not want to eat bugs or worms instead of having a nice steak? Well, folks, you probably think I'm joking or perhaps demented, but people who want to eat bugs are racist. Yes, that's right. The WEF now says that if you don't like to eat these things and support their agenda, you're racist. I barely been able to discern their reasoning, but I think it is the idea that we're all, regardless of means, going to have to voluntarily accept the most abject poverty, and if you don't want to do that, to be poor, to eat bugs, then you are a racist. That is true for us sheep, us voters, us cannon fodder, but of course it's not true for our global, all-knowing, all-wise masters. This is madness and the ravings of completely insane lunatics, isn't it? Well, yes, it is. I agree completely, but these people are on course, and this is being implemented as I speak. So listen up, folks. Gird up your loins because this is coming. This war will be very difficult. The enemy of humanity is slaughtering animals all over the world. Belgium is one of the world's greatest farming communities, supplies much of Europe with beef. The farmers are trying to rise up as 3,000 farms have been seized by the government, thousands of cattle slaughtered. Ireland supplies much of Europe with dairy products. So many thousands of Irish dairy cattle have been slaughtered already as well here in America. 
Senator Bernie Sanders chimed in on the climate change subject, but since he attacked a sacred cow, no pun intended, a cow sacred to both parties, I had to get his article from a UK publication. The sacred cow is war, of course, and it's sacred to both parties. They are, they differ over window dressing issues, but on war, they are always in lockstep. Well, Bernie said that the U.S. and China should put aside their differences and stop fighting so they could cut their defense budgets. So far, I'm agreement with the senator, agreement 100% with his view on that point. But then he went on and said the money saved should be used to fight climate change. There are many flaws in his reasoning, such as $32 trillion of debt. But since he called for the avoidance of war, he bears listening to. Interestingly, he actually believes his own brand of nonsense. Here's the reality. The last eight years, quote, here's the reality. The last eight years have been the eight hottest on record. This year is on track to be the hottest in recorded history. This is this past July was the hottest month on record, end quote. That statement is complete propaganda at best, complete horse manure at worst. Does the senator know for sure, really know for certain, what the average temperature across the earth was 120,000 years ago? What about 60,000? Maybe 1,000 or even 100 people will do or say anything to scare us into their brave new world. If the senator really believes what he said about the temperature, I wonder if he ever thinks there might be other reasons other than man's use of fossil fuels and consumption of meat to explain it. Wouldn't it be interesting if we were free enough in this world, in this country, to investigate whether government or organizations have advanced far enough to actually affect the weather? Finally, folks, the method of control and submission to their satanic totalitarian demands is fear and panic. Just as it was in the days of COVID, it is now again. Fear and panic of the population are used to motivate us. History teaches us that fraud, violence, deceit, and cruelty will reign supreme if they are left unchecked. At least that's the way I see it, folks. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.